I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. It's been a summer of shame for British banks in America and elsewhere. The latest scandal involves a bank that had prided itself on its boring image. That bank is standard chartered. At one point today, it dropped a quarter of its value on London's stock exchange. That's because a New York state regulator accused the bank of colluding with Iran on money laundering. Tom Braithwaite is the U.S. banking editor for the Financial Times. He's been following this story pretty closely. So break it down for us, Tom. What are U.S. authorities accusing London-based Standard Chartered of doing? They're essentially saying that over a period of years, Standard Chartered conducted $250 billion of transactions with Iranian entities. And to avoid detection from American authorities, they stripped out the codes from the money transfers that would have identified Iranian banks. So they were saying that that Standard Chartered hid some 60,000 secret transactions. You said with Iranian entities. Does that mean the government or non-government entities? It's the Iranian Central Bank and other uh, Iranian state-owned banks that are are in question here. Okay. So what did the bank, uh, meaning Standard Chartered, gain out of this, out of doing this? Well, essentially, it gained, the uh, accusation is, hundreds of millions of dollars in fees just for processing these transactions. And, I mean, this is fairly normal sort of money transfers that go around the world every day. Uh, and they have to go through New York whenever they're U.S. dollar denominated. So that's where it touches on the U.S. There's, there's no other real uh, American connection other than the fact it's a, it's a dollar transaction passing through New York. Passing through New York, uh, to which the U.S. says, look, Standard Chartered's actions uh, left the U.S. vulnerable to terrorists, weapons dealers, drug kings, and corrupt regimes. How would or how could this British bank's transactions with Iranian entities leave America more vulnerable to terrorism or drug and weapons traders? Essentially, they're saying, look, if you disguise transactions for sanctioned Iranian entities, who knows what they could be leading to? Who knows what that money is paying for? How legit an accusation is that? I think it's a stretch at this stage, but I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, I think one interesting thing here is we've got a fairly little known New York uh, regulator pursuing this action. The FBI, the Federal Reserve, the Treasury are, are also involved, but the the most sort of potent allegations and the way they've been framed in very uh, juicy, splashy terms has come from the uh, New York State Department of Financial Services. And what's Standard Charter's response to all of this? I think initially it was taken aback. Standard Charter has been in negotiations with uh, authorities for uh, quite some time over this, and they were not expecting uh, this to come out of the blue yesterday. Standard Charter ultimately says it strongly rejects the portrayal of facts uh, in the order from the regulator. And uh, it looks like they're going to vigorously defend themselves, which is unusual in this sort of case. There's even more colorful language being brought to light now in a report from U.S. regulators on these charges. The, the report includes some emails and conversations among Standard Chartered staff. It describes one particular exchange between an unnamed London-based bank director who was warned by an American colleague about the problematic nature of dealing with Iran. Do you know about that email and what was said? It was, you know, it contained an expletive and the executive said, you expletive Americans, who are you to tell us, the rest of the world, that we're not going to deal with Iranians? So when he, and I think it is he writes, who are you to tell us and the rest of the world what to do, what's behind that? He's essentially bridling at some of what he would see as officious U.S. action outside these shores and That's his belief that it is not the business of American agencies to be 
regulating activity between Iran and a European bank. But, you know, the counter argument to that is, well, it uses dollars, it passes through New York. So that's that's why U.S. officials have the right to pursue this sort of action. What could be the upshot of this for the bank? Could it be booted out of the U.S.? And that's the threat from the regulator. They said, you turn up next week and you explain to us why you should be allowed to keep your New York banking license. And uh, that's going to be a major moment for the bank and the regulator. An alternative would be a hefty fine, I assume. That's typically how this sort of action has ended up. And various banks, Credit Suisse, for example, ABN AMRO, the Dutch bank, have all paid uh, large fines to settle this type of action. This really is is an escalation in the threat level to banks by saying we could even kick you out of New York. Tom Braithwaite, U.S. banking editor for the Financial Times. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.